This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Titus chapter 2 verse 14. Before we take our seat, Titus 2. It's not a Titus that's like sardine. <laughs> Amen. Titus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from what? All iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people. But there's something about that peculiar people. They are worth. Say one more time. How many people are zealous for good works here? Some first of all waited for to see how many hands are up so that you know whether you are qualified or not. If you are not a soul winner, you are not zealous for good works, period. Hallelujah. When it comes to God, some people respond very passionately. Why some respond very passively? Once is God. Because it does not force anything on anybody. God bless you. Can have your seat. <laughs> I will praise you from everlasting, everlasting to everlasting. I will praise you from everlasting. Some of the guys that we have ministered to who were into Ocord before. They will tell you that any arrangement between them and those spirits, you violate it once. You pay dearly for it. Some of them with debts, some with insanity, and some with the death of a loved one. That's why mortal men don't break covenant with those spirits. There are those who go to their village once in a year to dance to one idol. The year they will not go, they will die. But God is not like that. But somehow God's people treat God with levity. Because it's not the one who holds mistakes against people. That's the more reason why we should love him more and honor him more. And honor any word we give, any covenant we make, any promise we make to God. I will love you, I will serve you. You must live up to it. Hallelujah. You know, this is what we do as a church. When we try to, so there are different gospel singers out there. Uh, I don't like saying all this, but I'm not mentioning any names. I just want to speak. There are some of them that wants to call them the PA tells you that it's two million before we come to your church. So we have made it a policy once you tell us that this is what you want, you are out. We don't invite such. But the pastor not, Pastor Dulce, or Minister Dulce, that's what we call Pastor, Pastor Victoria, interestingly, they charge nothing. They have never asked anybody under the sun to give their social amount before coming. So what I try to do is to look at the amount that those who are demanding for money demand for when we invite those who don't demand, we give them more. Because we honor more. Those who love God enough 
and love the church they are going to, not because of what you want to give them. There are so many time preachers who have started doing the same. They even preachers now. So the peer will cross, examine you inside out. Which hotel are we putting our man of God? Is it a five star, four star, or no star? <laughs> What's your welfare like? And then how much are you proposing to give the man? If I tell you some of this, it will shock you. We copied it from America. It's common in America, actually. They, they, well, it's, it's a bit of a cultural thing. It's common over there that most ministers, or some, not most, you some even prominent people, you have to make an arrangement with them. This is how much, this is how much, and, and most of their gospel singers, anyway, that's their own style. They are coming around. It's with conditions. Yes. In fact, there is one that they, there's a kind of speaker you must have in your church. As a, if your speaker is not EV or PV or so, uh, we are not coming. And you, so that you will not stretch their voice. <laughs> one thing I know is if you are out there in the gospel and you are listening to I'm not criticizing, but one thing I know is that those who do it for the love will outlive every other person. That's the truth. Relationships are more important than I know that the excuse is that on the other hand also, some of them have been punished by churches. It is true. Very true. Especially if you are just starting out, churches will punish you well. People will invite you, come with several people, you enter transfer by yourself and they enjoy your song and say, well, God bless you for blessing us. So you go back home and that can happen several times. And we can even use some money to fly into a city. And then at the end of the day, you know, they are just... Uh, one gospel guy told me that the pastor kept raising money all through the meeting. And when they were through, he just said, God bless you for a good work. <laughs> and they, they, they left. But you see, if, you, if God is your source, you don't bother yourself about those things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And God will check your hearts. They can send us to go and minister somewhere. They give a very heavy check and God tells you to throw it back into the offering. I have never asked anybody for any condition for coming to preach. You know, I don't even ask people how many people in their church. So that it does not influence my decision. Whether you are two or four, if I'm to preach there, once I check my spirit, I should be there and I'm there. I preach to four people as if I'm preaching to. The Lord has tested me on this many times. Captain, they follow me to one place which I cannot mention. You know, a friend from America just called me and he put pressure on me to go to this church and I was there. And when I got there, I just saw that the pastor, his wife, and about uh, seven secondary school students. And I spoke for one hour, 30 minutes. The Lord was watching. And after the first session, he said, there will be another session in the evening. I said, dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> I said, Lord, this is... <laughs> You know, we, we even paid for our hotel by ourselves. And we went back for the second session and preached again. And when we were through, the pastor escorted us to the car. was very happy. Not even a bottle of water. But you see, we, it's not to man, it's to God. When you do that kind of thing, I don't know what I'm saying. Sometimes I want to share something and the Spirit of God is... When you do that kind of thing, eh, there's what they call God planning and planting a step of humility for you. That is what actually leads to promotion. 
Now, hear me very clearly. See, it is not the fasting. As you fast and pray, yet you, you must fast, you must pray. As you fast and pray, you can create a very powerful spiritual atmosphere around you. But that atmosphere is not the blessing. It's going to lead you to the last phase. And that is the most important phase. As you have been fasting and praying for next level, next level, next level, next level will always be in one instruction that you obey. So God will plan an opportunity for you to obey him. God does not tempt, but God tests. A test acts. So here is this, this is a quiet book, praying that Lord, let my voice go to the ends of the earth and end of the sea and end of the mountain. You know, you are trusting God and you are praying. And he sees you doing video praying that Lord, give me songs that will bless nations. And you are the lead vocalist. You can just come for the answer one day and you arrive before everybody. And at the end of the day, they ask you that it's just back up. And as you're backing up, the mic is not working. So that good voice, nobody's hearing it. See, it's not Satan, it's God. Or you are in a meeting. Now, you have been fasting and praying that God should. So they said that conference, there will be 2,000 people there. And you are expected. They've told you that you are going to be the sixth singer. So you have calculated by the time the first, second, third, fourth, fifth people, uh, uh, person, people would have arrived. You know, you know the way it is. In every meeting, people, first, people will come first. Later, like most people don't make up any prayer. All of a sudden, you arrive, you are fasted and prayed, and they change the order. They ask you to take the first song. And out of 2,000, only 50 people have arrived. And you have prayed. And I ah, see me see trouble. Now, why? And you are looking at the 50 people, young people. No pastor has arrived, no popular face. Maybe you are even with Pastor, Pastor Nat and Lucy and they are yet to arrive. So you are angry that the people that matter will not hear me today. But you don't know the way God works. You should pick up the mic and sing with joy. Nothing might happen that day, but they might just have recorded in heaven. She passed the test. And it will shock you that somebody is there that you are not seeing. Oh, as opposed to all the people you think we promote you is the one God has sent there to examine you and to say, you know what, that lady sang that day, bless me. Maybe you just want to be in a meeting in two weeks' time where it will speak for you and you'll be invited for another meeting and that is where they break. You know, no matter the talent you have, there must be a place of opportunity. And then who sees you determines who promotes you. So a platform must be provided for people to know what to carry. But that platform, it is God that arranges it. Did you hear what I'm just saying now? Praise the Lord. So we must be prepared. Steps that the Lord will take. That will make you go through. As you pray, observe all these things. As a matter of fact, when you start praying seriously, be more observant. That's what the Bible says, watch and pray. Many people pray, but they don't watch. Sometimes as you get aggressive in prayer, Somebody comes to provoke you. The Bible is saying that watch and pray. Yes. When answers are almost coming, offenses will set in at times. And people miss God. 
Is somebody blessed with that? On Wednesday, this Wednesday, normally we start service seven, but we start six thirty this Wednesday. I want to share some profound instructions and revelations I received that we guide you in twenty twenty four. I want to appeal to everybody. Now I'm not fighting you that January to December you only come or don't come on Wednesday. No problem. Even though that's not the way a Christian should be. But this particular Wednesday, December 20, please don't miss it. Be in church. If you need to be a good boy in the office for two days so they can release you on time on Wednesday, do it. When you get to office on Monday, both what you are supposed to do and what you are not supposed to do, do all of them. <laughs> so when you tell your boss on Wednesday that you are closing by three, they will allow you, except the wicked boss. If you have done well, because you all need to be around on Wednesday. I shared a bit of it with them last Wednesday and said this Wednesday, we are going. it's a day of instruction concerning 2024. Part of what we look at is why are many Christians broke? Why do we look at promises and we are far from it? It will be an unusual insight into God's word and I'm asking everybody by the grace of God to be here. Anyway, that will also lead me to the fact that next year, you know, we are getting 2024, so I'll just say something briefly. That next year, every Wednesday next year, will be ministering to people. Um, so I'm going to be asking all the pastor that almost every Wednesday next year, we're going to be fasting and praying. Just the pastor, not you. But people who need ministration, hands laying, you want to pray in tongues, deliverance, healing, all those things now will be Wednesday. So Wednesday service carry a very high level of anointing. Immediately after the service, we start laying hands and praying for people. That's part of the instruction I've received about 2024. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. Let's read God's word this morning. Ephesians chapter 3, verse chapter 6, verse 18. Where did I stop last Sunday? I don't remember what we spoke about last Sunday. Some are whispering it. <laughs> Let's read this word together. One to go. For all saints. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Watching thereunto with all perseverance. Mm. Next verse. Verse 19, Paul said something there very profound. For me, that utterance may be given. 1 Corinthians 14, 18, where we stopped last week. Then Paul said, pray always in the spirit with all supplication. Then he said, pray for me that utterance. There is a connection between the level of utterance that you carry. And the amount of time you spend praying in tongues. It's like the unction you carry is directly proportional to the amount of time you spend praying in tongues. Is somebody with me? First Corinthians 14, a thing. Hallelujah. Remember, Jesus said, out of your belly, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. No wonder 
Aprons were carried from Paul and they healed the sick. No wonder Paul wrote he had more revelation of Jesus Christ than the people that saw Jesus in the flesh. Peter did not know as much as Paul knew about Jesus. Even though Peter saw Jesus for three years, they lived in Jesus' house. And Paul that never did understood by revelation Jesus more than those who live with him. And somewhere in the midst of his gospel, he decided to let people in on the secrets. He said, I pray in tongues for him to be able to... I mean, Paul did not know the Christians on that. But he was so sure that the rate at which I pray in tongues, nobody matches me. What is it about tongues? The spirit wants to pray at all times. Divine alignment happens when you pray in tongues. Let's start from Jude 1. And I'm going to write, that's the only chapter, Jude. Jude, let's start from verse 18. From 15, he was talking about different things. But let's just start from another verse 18. Jude 1, 18. How they told you that there will be mockers in the last time. Is that happening now? Mockers, they are all over social media. They mock God. People like Baba Debo, he said, he prayed about weather. You know, there are many people now who are chronic unbelievers. And interesting, they still think they are Christians. Here in the church, we have prayed about weather many times and it changed. Many of you are living witnesses. So, somebody said that he prayed that they, and I don't think why, what, oh God. Anyway, we are in a sick generation. What's able we consider an act of God a strength thing? It's not about Baba. God can do it for you. You can pray about whether and God can answer your prayer. That's why it's God. He's the Almighty. After all, He created weather and He has not lost control. Can I hear Amen? Yeah. But the Bible says mockers. They just like to mock. Who will walk after their own ungodly lusts? Verse 19. This be they who separate themselves, sensual, have not spirits. The spirits. Next verse. But this one, but he said, but you, you are not in that class. I have found out when a believer is about to backslide, the first thing they start, they give up on is praying in tongues. From when I was in rest of Ibadan, my hundred level till when I finish, all the guys till now, once people want to I'm not saying um, there are Christians who, uh, who don't speak. There are Christians who don't speak in tongues. But I'm saying that people pray in tongues. Once the devil wants to separate them, the first thing they start doing. Because there is something about when you pray in the spirit. It becomes very difficult for the lust of the flesh to bind you as much as it wants. I'm not even saying people pray in tongues don't commit sin. But I am saying that there is something about when people pray in tongues. There's a kind of spiritual energy supply that helps them to stand. So Paul started saying the same thing. He said, in the last days, the general trend, the trend will be more cast everywhere, working in loss. As you can see now, there is virtually no advert without a naked picture. Loss everywhere. He said, but there is a way to live above this. He said, but you, building up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You don't want to be a monk. You don't want to be carried by the lust of the world. 
It's a you building up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That build up is like edifying. Building an edifice. When you are praying in the spirit, you are building something inside. A kind of more bigger habitation for the power of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Romans 8, let's start from around that verse um, 23, 24. Romans 8, and I'll begin to close. Remember where, where I started from? God testing you. There will be tests. There will be tests. Hallelujah. It is true. Hallelujah. I've told the story of my friend before. He was fasting for, <laughs> he was fasting for three days. It's only one of the ministers. It's only one of the ministers for the conference. Three days without food. So what you call beery, whatever they call it, maybe. So, and it was. Then I somehow remember that he has said God has said the same thing to me also, or along that like that kind of feeling. So when you fast without eating, I'm not the one you break in the evening. So there was a time for three days I, I decided to fast either from that, that from that, that, that no food no water for three days so I remember that this is what happens every now and then when it's six hours to the close it will look like 60 hours when it's one hour two you will think one hour is short you are staying from food and water for you know how long one hour can be when it's 10 minutes two that 10 minutes will look like 10 hours the way to build the trick is that don't look at time, don't look at so just keep praying. Shift your attention completely. So I remember finally, because I said that I would do 72 hours without food and water, so finally the 70 second hour came. I just decided to do something else. But see, before then, when it was one hour, I'd finished praying. My mind was on, you know, I was thinking. So now, you know, if you are a baby or you are just trying two hours to the end, you'll find yourself cooking. Ah, imaginations will come alive. All kinds of food. They'll be coming alive in your heart. Now, if you are not eating, the first thing you need is water, actually. So you are going to be looking at water as something very precious. Juice will become very precious. And they'll be calling your name. So his wife, this my friend, had cooked rice. She made pap. They said you don't eat food straight. Even though some of those things don't affect me. <laughs> but some other people, you can become sick if you rush food. When I was in SS1, I did this for the first time. And when it ended, I ate corn, ate rice, ate everything, and became sick the following day. So say you don't rush food. At first, so his wife made pam to take and after some hours start introducing yourself to God, your sister would have any. So it was praying, and she made the pass, she put it somewhere in the kitchen. It was supposed to end 12 midnight. And finally, 12 came, breakthrough. It was happy. And as he carried the food and put it on the table, he heard the voice of the Lord. Like, can we carry it till morning? That was 12 midnight. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> no, no, no way. <laughs> and he said he blocked his ear from hearing that voice, but he knew the voice of God. The Lord just said, six more hours. Maybe just wait till morning. Go and sleep and we break it. But he said, no way. And he carried the food. Four spoons. And as soon as he ate and he entered the stomach, he heard the voice of God again that, my son, I wasn't going to ask you to fast in the morning. I just wanted to see whether you love me more than appetite. That if you had only obeyed, I would have told the immediately that go and eat yourself. Like Abraham, kill, don't kill. He said, me and you would have been doing mighty things in the kingdom. He said, there is an anointing for you, you just missed it. He could not take second spoon again. If you hear the voice of God, say the spirit of God lives in your ear. This is where your spirit is. Your spirit is not here. Your spirit is not here. That's what Jesus said, out of your belly. John 7, 37, shall flow rivers of living water. Jesus knew exactly. See, remember, he's the master of every subject matter. He said, out of your belly, not out of your head. So your spirit man is inside your belly here. Your spirit is somewhere down here. That will also help some people listening to me now to be able to categorize voices coming from me. At times, things are coming from your head. Many times, when it is thinking, it is mind. You can easily know that this is just my mind, not your. If it's your spirit, it will not come from your mind. It will bubble from inside out. That's why when prayer gets serious and you are agonizing, you feel the pain here, because the spirit prays to the point that you are beginning to feel it physically. You see intercessors holding their stomach. So even Elijah, when he was praying, the rain should fall. He bent his head between his knees, and there's something about here. Did you get what I just said now? Glory to God. Mm. I want to start. You know, first service, <laughs> we like a Bible study. Second service, general class, everybody to the back, and then the third service, everybody. But I hope you are taking something from what I'm telling you right now. Praise the Lord. So out of your belly flows, so the spirit man is in your belly. So the Lord told him that he was shocked. And he was like, Lord, wow. But see, God will always give you another opportunity. So months after I went to preach somewhere, and this time I had food again. He was fasting till evening. And he told the host that, oh, if you don't mind, I'd just like to eat something like before preaching. I'm not really feeling I'm very tired and and they said they went. They put him in a room and nobody came back. They arrived at that place like 2 o'clock. I think maybe around the kitty. Drove from to go and breathe there. 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. You know, when you're a guest minister, they put you in a room. They come to be checking you. Do you need anything? Nobody came. Till he went to preach and came back in the night. Normally, churches would take well. Ah, they came back in the night, worn out, tired. They had last yesterday and sat in the room, and still nobody brought food. The ushers will come, protocol, ah, pastor, we will, we will be back, and nobody came back. See, I don't believe that church was wicked. It wasn't them. <laughs> the boys around there were angry. Those were like, ah, pastor, what kind of thing? So they decided, let's go buy food now. At least we have money. We don't have to depend on it. No, don't buy food, though. <laughs> Just submit yourself to what is going on. and <laughs> Don't worry. By the following day, they were tormented. They won. Everything changed. And the Lord said to him that you have just had an opportunity to pass the test and you just passed. 
let me tell you the truth. There's no promotion anywhere in the kingdom without passing the test. Can I repeat that? There is no promotion. This church started picking up. The first service we had, I told all my friends. So 23 people came for service. From 23, we moved to, we grew to 18. Then we grew more to 13. Then we because we had no keyboard, no drum set, no instrument, no microphone, no nothing. When some younger pastors tell me now that God has called them and they're asking us to give them three million to buy cog, may cog not cog you. That's how to start ministry. They want to go to share that in a place. If you have the money, I'm not against it. But money is not the first thing. As a matter of our money, we deceive you. People can come because the venue is nice, but it won't last. So, we, I came from the richest fellowship in UI. We used to have two services. They used to call our fellowship of money. We had, I knew we had money. When I brought Dr. Panam from Joss to UI, seven people flew with him. Imagine a campus fellowship doing that, paying. A lot happened then. God bless our fellowship where we had a number of professors' children. Everything was wonderful. But you see, when we started in Lagos, that was how people could not even join me. People that are led to Christ in school and everything, they thought that. So I finished used to meet in the finest venue in UI. We're the only one using that venue, UI Hotel. UI Hotel was the most expensive venue in UI, and the fellowship was in it. If now much we're paying then as fellowship, we're using it Wednesday night and Sunday night. Those were the two meetings we used to have. Sister Chong, Wednesday, Sister Chong on Sunday. So people felt that. Shola is now passing in Lagos. It will look like the same that I will start from But we started from Ikeja under bridge. Triangle, one small entry there. No drum, no microphone, no nothing. Not even a drum you'll be with two hands. We'll just come and open our Bible, put it on a stool, and preach. So when people came for first time, even the 23 people that came for first time, they couldn't believe. They could not reconcile finest venue UI. Nice equipment. We are Toyota is nice boss. So now starting nothing. So some, that was the only time they came. They never showed up again. But since something changed, so we're managing seven people, will be ten, will be seven, will be ten, will be seven, will be ten. I'll fast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, to 5 p.m. every day. Pray that Lord, let us be 12 on Sunday, and I'll come on Sunday, will be three. Every time. But you know, when the break started, was the day I came and I was the only one in church. Instead of sitting down discord, was I discouraged? I was. But see, I got up and I prayed to an empty seat. And about the end of the service, where's my shade? Please stand, man. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. You can sit. She's a mechanical engineer, but she works in the bank. All these people that... Uh, and many of you are like that. She was a Muslim. But final year, you and she got converted. And she joined our fellowship. So we had just a very brief interaction. She had heard I was pastoring. So as I was standing in the front of the church, talking to empty seats, she walked in and sat. That was one that pained me most. I was already happy alone. Because since people didn't come, I left so I was ready to just after the message. The message was not very long. Share the grace. I led worship myself. I prayed and I just sat down there talking to the chair and everything. Okay. I said, Lord, 
Oh, we come to a church where the pastor is only. I said, why did you bring this lady? At least when we were eight, maybe some Sundays ago, she would have met some other people who would talk kind to joining us. But me alone, she will never come back to this church. But did she come back? <laughs> she won't want me to say this, actually. She joined. She was the first one to give this church one million naira. If I closed the service out of discouragement, I closed it and I went home. You will think you are showing God, but you are showing yourself. A lot didn't bring people, so I'm, I'm angry with you. I'm going home. Go. Would have missed this great opportunity. It looked very odd, very funny that day. But surprisingly, she came back. And next time she came, I think we were seven or eight or nine, and we started growing. I know what she came all the way from first stack to Ikeja. She was living in first stack at that time. And she was coming from first stack every Sunday to Ikeja. See, the ways of God are wonderful. Man can unravel it. I want to stop here. I was going to talk about praying with all types of prayer supplication in the spirits. We can pick it up next day. Tongues is deep. But I think I'll pass on this across to everybody. When you pray in tongues, I went with this. There is a way the Spirit of God begins to direct you. Now, Romans 8, verse 24. Let me read something from there now. Close. We are saved by faith, but hope that it's not sin. I wonder where we know that all things work. Go to verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Let's stop here. This is why I want to stop today. This is why everybody should pray in tongues. You don't know what. You know how to pray. Because the Bible teaches how to pray. But you don't know what. What to pray for. What are you to ask for? Part time. A good example. Saul woke up one day. The father said the asses were lost. And they were looking for the asses. You know the story. Long and short of it, Saul met Samuel. Samuel told him that, it's not about asses. Asses have been found. You are the next king. That's why you are here. You see, if Saul were to pray, he would start saying that in the name of Jesus, I command all the lost asses to come back. We know not what to pray for. But God made the asses to be lost so that you will be able to meet Samuel. Is somebody getting me? If Saul started praying in tongues, what he will be saying in the spirit will be, Lord, don't let the asses be found until I find Samuel. For the matters of my life are bigger than asses. There are people you are praying to know. Only that when you pray, you understand you also pray in tongues. When you pray in tongues, what your tongue is saying is that, Lord, may I never know them. 
this is why Paul changed the method of praying from the way people pray. Paul was an erudite. He prayed in a different way. 1 Corinthians 14. Look at it again. And I'll close with this. Look at Paul's method. I time I go, I speak in tongues more than your next verse. Yet in the church, I'd rather say for your next verse. Brethren, be not children. Next verse. Next verse. I want where he said that. Here is the conclusion. Um, I, I pray in tongues. I pray in the spirit. I also pray in the understanding. Pastor, this, no, he said, here is the conclusion of the matter. I will pray in the spirit. I will pray in my understanding also. Give me that verse. What verse is that? Let's see if first tell us. Um, my, my scripture man is just look for scripture that says I will pray in the spirit I will pray in understanding also verse 14 and 15 thank you, okay, say it before then 14 and 15, 14 please no, no, no just look for that phrase, I will pray in the spirit I will pray in understanding also, what verse is that? 15, okay, thank you give us 15 okay, what is it then? what is the conclusion of the matter? I will pray with what? Everybody say it. I will pray with understanding. Which one comes first? Next one, I will sing. And then, do you know that an average Christian prays the other way around? We pray in our understanding and now pray in the Spirit also. See, I hear. Did you hear what I just said now? This is how Christians pray. Lord, I pray for my mom. Let her get well. Lord, I pray for my, Lord, I pray for my job. What you are doing, you are praying in your understanding. You are now also praying in the spirit also. That means understanding is the main. Spirit is the jara. That is why many people fail in the place of prayer. We just reverse Paul's order. Lord, I need a job. Father, in the name of Jesus in 2024, help me to walk in shell. Lake Shell, Kasula Mashell, Kalu Shell. People like Paul will be looking at you. Lord, I need the car. Father, ah, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I desperately need the car. Lord, I need, Lord, I need, I need husband. I need husband. I need tall. I need, and you are praying. Then when you repeat, I need husband, then you start praying to husband, husband, husband. And Paul will be looking at you. Paul said, when I want to pray, I pray in the spirit. I now add understanding as an addition. You know actually what Paul was saying? I pray in the spirit until I know what to pray for in understanding. Let's rise. That's all I did. Glory to God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. 
I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.